Merry Christmas, man. Is it Christmas already? I think so, right? Today is Jesus's birthday. Well, I didn't do any of my Christmas shopping and I'm currently not with my family. So oh. oops, if it is. It might be. Well, it is the holiday season. Yeah. And you know what, Vinny? I've said this, I think, three times on three other podcasts and every single time it was wrong, but it is goddamn cuffing season right now. I don't care what anyone says. It is cuffing season this time for once. It's cuffing season. It's time to find your soulmates. Yeah, it really is. I would say to find your soulmate or Vinny, your background right now is The Office. And for people who are familiar with The Office, they might get the reference of finding our soup snakes. Yes. And I definitely want to find my soup snake. People who are not familiar with The Office are going to have no idea what that means. But that's their fault for not watching The Office. A hundred percent. I think they should watch The Office, first of all. Second of all, we're just going to spit out the, the most appropriate locations that we could possibly meet our spouse, yeah. man or woman. Doesn't matter. Yeah, especially during cuffing season, there's a lot of ways to go find your soulmate. Mm. And that's what we're going to share today for anyone who is still not married. Because Vinny, you and I, I mean, I've been married 63 times, I think, so far. Wow. And what are you up to? Have you had triple digits? Two and a half. Two and a half. half. Okay, that's definitely not triple digits. All right, I must have been thinking of something else, my bad. It's two digits. Two and a half. So what's the half marriage? It almost was a marriage. It was, I counted it as a marriage. Yeah, but it was like, we got to halftime. We went to the halftime break, went in the locker room, and we didn't come back out. That was the end. Okay, so it was like a borderline marriage. Okay, that makes sense. All right, well, you know, Vinny, let's kick it off with some ways that people can find their soulmates. And you know what? I might go first today. Is that all right? Bit it off, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I'll start it off. So I'm going to start off with one that it might be a little cliche. It might be a little obvious. People might be like, yeah, duh, Brian. But I feel like it has to be mentioned. And that is going to be FarmersOnly.com. And I think I saw Harvard ran a study on this and it was that I think it was 96% of people met their significant other on FarmersOnly.com. So that only leaves 4% of people who met their spouse outside of FarmersOnly.com. So if you're not using it, make sure to. The only problem is, I know at least for me, I have struggled to get on this app because it's super misleading, but this app is actually only for farmers. And to my knowledge, I'm not a farmer. I would compare myself to Rob Gronkowski in the USAA commercials where he's just constantly trying to finagle a way to become a member, even though he and his family have not served and therefore can't be a member. That's me right now. I'm just trying to find a way to get on this website so I can hurry up and get married. But that is my top suggestion to everyone. Yes, absolutely. Brian, I do have to ask, does this depend on your crop size, the yield size? Is that like determine how much of a match you'll have? Yeah. I wonder how it works when you do get on the site. I mean, they say size doesn't matter. So like whether or not that's true, Mm. I don't know. I'm not a female farmer, right? but I mean, you know, if you're growing like one hell of an eggplant there, I can only imagine that people are going to be like, God damn, that is somebody I want to be with. Yeah. I'm not a farmer, so I can't say for sure. And I didn't read too much into the Harvard study, but I'm sure it's got to be mentioned in there somewhere. Yeah. Have you ever thought of taking the baseball route, maybe getting the farmer's league there and they'll say, oh, he's a farmer now. Oh, oh, in the farm system. Oh, yeah. You know, that might work. Mm -hmm. Or maybe what I'll do is just get farmer's insurance. Right. Because that's got to count, right? Yeah. And they had a whole baseball game in the Field of Dreams, which was a cornfield. So yeah, I think that all you need to do is just play baseball and then you'll be in the farmer system. And I actually did play baseball in high school. So am I in the farm system? Is that how that works? I think so. I think you enter your name in a farm lottery, you get in the farm system, right? Okay. And then they have some farm scouts that come out and see like, okay, let me see what this kid's about. And then it goes from there, the farm draft, and hopefully you get in the farmer's league. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of bullshit that they won't let me on the website then, but I got to look into it more, but I appreciate you clarifying that. Of course. Yeah. 
I wanted to make sure that you didn't miss all your options. Me too. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, Vinny, what do you got? What's one way on your end? One of the most, when it comes to mind, romantic locations I could think of is Terminal A of Newark Liberty International Airport. I can't think of a better spot to meet your wife yep. than at Terminal A at Newark International Liberty yep. Airport. Yep. It's one of the best terminals. It's the first terminal in the alphabet. It's very unlikely that you won't meet your wife, I feel like. That's what I think, too. I feel like it's very hard, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you are right. It is the first letter in the alphabet. So it's like anyone in an airport, and people have been spending a lot on travel. That is one part of the economy that is strong, at least at the time of recording this podcast. And the first terminal you're going to get to is A. So you're probably just going to be like, yeah. all right, well, you know, I'll just fly out of this terminal. Like I might as well. It's right here. So great place to go meet people. It's going to be jam packed. And we all know that single people are significantly more likely to travel than people that are already married. I don't know where yeah. that statistic came from, but I'm just saying it. So I guess it must be true, right? You know, it has to be. They say everything you read on the internet is true and everything Brian said is true. So I guess if it wasn't true before, it is now. So I like that idea a lot. I think it's a good one. Yeah, definitely one of the spots. And then if you don't meet your wife, you could just fly to another Terminal A, I true. feel like. You just have to find Terminal A's. I feel like that's yep. really the key here. Yeah, I mean, wherever the plane is going that goes out of Terminal A, just hop on it and then just yeah. go to Terminal A again and wherever that goes, hop on it. And at the same time, you get to see the world. Unless it just so happens that like yes. Terminal A just goes like from Philly to Chicago and then back to Philly and then back to Chicago and then back to Philly. Then you don't really get to see the world. But at least you get to see Chicago. You become a local. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. could become a local of those cities. Exactly. Where else can we meet a spouse? All right. So spousal mate. for my next example, kind of similar to what you just said, Vinny, I just wanted to think of like a place that is just absolutely jam packed with humans. So you just have a massive sample size of people to select from right. to possibly find the one. And so mm. again, it might be obvious, but the first thing that came to mind was definitely going to be the drive through of a Chick-fil-A. I think of the Chick-fil-A that they built in Ramsey, which is our hometown, right off of the entrance onto Route 17. And my goodness, that thing was always backed up miles down the road. It was right outside from my gym. So every time I just like looked out the window, I would just marvel at how many people were out there. But I think the plan here, what you really need to do is just stand right next to that microphone where people place their orders. Just stand there. Just stand there for like an yeah. entire day. And you're going to get a bunch of people driving by. And then if it's somebody that you think could be the one, then you just say like, hey, do you want to join me inside for a Diet Coke or something? And if it's somebody you're not interested in, just blank stare ahead as if you never saw them. And then you're fine. Right. This is flawless. And I think this is a genius plan because, Brian, some people might just drive up to you and offer you money for, for no reason at all. This could be a business strategy. Then you could take their cards, you could take their cash, and that would be the end of it. You could just wear red for the day and it could be a a whole a whole plan. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Anyone who's not used a drive through before might be very curious and just assume that I'm the one that's going to give them their order. So they give me the money, I'll just pocket it and then just stand there, not move, not say anything, just there to accept the money. And then when they yeah. try to claim that they already paid, the workers are going to think that that person is out of their mind, not me. I didn't do anything wrong. All I did was stick my hand out and take money. Plus, Vinny, yep. I don't know if this is true, but apparently there's a lot of chicks at Chick-fil-A. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I'm not a big Chick-fil-A guy myself, but it's just, just what I've heard through the grapevine. I'd like to think that a school of chicks is called a fillet so that <laughs> that's what the name means. I'd like to think a that. A school of chicks is called a fillet. Yeah. So that's what they mean when they talk about like serving you a fillet. It's a school of live yeah. chicks. Yep. It's a bunch of chicks okay. and no chicken, no rooster, just right. the chicks. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because it's a, a flock of roosters, I believe. Yes. We don't want a flock. We want Absolutely. A, a school. Yeah. No mm -hmm. flocks. We want them educated. We want the chicks to be smart, yeah. book smart, and have a future. Yeah. We're trying to find wifey slash hubby 
here. We're not trying to just mess around. So it's got to be someone with a good head on their shoulders and a bright future ahead. So uh-huh. that's very true. Definitely. Yeah, cool. All right, Vinny, what's your next one? I think that one of the most underrated places to think of when you are trying to find your soulmate is October 31st. And let me explain why. It might not okay. be exactly October 31st. The holiday known specifically as Halloween. Oh, okay. All right. Halloween, I think, is a fantastic spot and specifically trick-or-treating. Brian, if you go trick-or-treating and you knock on the door and they're like, oh, that is a fantastic costume. I think this is a great spot to pick up people. Okay. Or dare I even suggest that you just dress Mm -hmm. up as a husband or a wife. Again, this is, we want to tailor this to everybody. Just dress up as a husband or wife. And then especially if you find somebody else who's dressed up as a husband or wife, you could be like, hey, we didn't even plan this, but look at us. Like this has to be fake. It's the only option here. Wow. Then they get married on the spot. I think so. Right then. Right then and there. Yep. I like this. I didn't know about that. That's a good twist to it. I like that. So next Halloween, people, we're going to be dressing up, if you're single, as a husband or a wife, whatever you choose, you can choose whatever you like, but just make sure to dress up as that and we're going to try to get people married. Yeah. And make sure to have a ring on you too, just in case you do want to get married on the spot. You got to have a ring in order to propose. Otherwise, the other person is bound to say no. I would say we don't want to be spending too much on Halloween. So maybe just like a $40,000 ring, probably. Yeah. What do you think? That's that's fair. Either that or maybe one of the Amazon cameras, those those rings. We could get one of those. Oh, to their, just put them on film. True. And you could just install that on your chest or something. Plus, what's really good about that, too, is I'm pretty sure a ring camera senses motion. So just in mm. case someone walks in front of you and you don't see them, it'll sense it. Yeah. And you'll get a notification on your phone that there's somebody in front of you. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, that's right. Hold on. I'm trying to find a wife. I need to I need to actually look up and see who this person is in front of me. Fantastic idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we're going to meet a spouse equivalents. Yeah, so I did have a third one in mind. And Vinny, the answer is going to be Sky Zone. And let me tell you why, because there's a lot of explanation that is required to explain this, because it's not the type of thing that you can just walk into Sky Zone and expect to find your wife. There's a whole big thing here. So the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to get a rhino and you're going to want to tame it to follow all of your instructions. Shouldn't be difficult. I actually got one on sale Mm -hmm. on Black Friday off of Amazon. But if they're sold out, I know they do have rhinoceri in, is that the plural? No, it is now. They do have rhinoceri in South Africa, anybody is looking for some. So you're going to tame it to attack people. You're going to you're going to train it to attack Ooh. people is what I should say. So basically what you're going to do is you're just going to camp out in Sky Zone. You're going to hide. You're going to find something that you and a rhinoceros can both hide behind. Mm. And then as soon as you see someone who you think might be hubby slash wifey, you tell the rhinoceros to go attack them. And what the rhinoceros is going to do, you got to have this all trained out, yeah. is stick them with the horn and throw them ideally in your direction so that you can catch the person and say to the rhinoceros, hey, don't do that. Knock that off. And that way, you're the hero. You just caught this person and you stopped a rhinoceros from mauling them. Yeah. And so the reason I say Sky Zone, Vinny, is because rhinoceri, they're really, really, really talented throwers, but they're not always the most accurate. They do lack control Mm -hmm. a little bit over where they throw people. So in the event they don't land in your arms, you don't want them to get injured by like falling hard onto the ground. So that's why we're in Sky Zone, so they can just land on a trampoline. And that also gives you another chance because they might bounce into the air and then you can make like a diving reception like you track them down you just lay out catch them and then just tell the rhino to stop and boom at that point you're pretty much married now what happens when all-star all-pro safety water buffalo comes out of nowhere and tries to intercept Uh a play like what happens when he tries to intercept wife yeah this is why you're gonna have to have security on your side to make sure that no water buffalo get into sky zone and i guess i didn't really think about that that is a flaw because water buffalo love to play in sky zone they're actually sky zone's number one demographic in terms of sales and revenue so i do feel that but i mean realistically like 
like, you need to be good too. You need to practice your route running and your receiving skills and just put a route on that water buffalo that it can't keep up with and just shatter its ankles, get yourself open and just make the catch. Like yeah. at the end of the day, that's what they do in the NFL. That's what you got to do in Sky Zone. If you want to find a wife, you want to make the money, that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's why you need your rhinoceros to throw darts. You need that rhinoceros yeah. to be able to put that ball on a silver platter, put that wife or yeah. husband on a silver platter and throw that thing. Without a doubt. If you could find a rhinoceros that played in college, yeah. that would be good. Otherwise, minimum, I would say it has to have at least played in high school. Yeah. Because if it doesn't have any experience throwing, then you're going to run into some troubles here. And it might just be a whole big thing where someone gets injured. And I mean, worst case scenario, something goes wrong. Someone gets injured. You just leave. You just walk out. You were never there. You have nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. And you're off the hook. Although then you're kind of leaving your rhino behind. Throw a bag over the rhino's head so that nobody can identify the rhino and okay. then just take it with you and get out of there. I like that. And sources show, I don't want to play this card, man, because I already can see the comments and all the hate coming at me. So there's no malintent behind this. But the white rhinoceros, they don't run as well as the black rhinoceros do. Is that true? They don't. Yeah. The white rhinoceros can't get out of the pocket. They can't move. They are not good yeah. at scrambling, but they can throw that thing. They could throw it pretty far. Yeah. I just would take this into account. You want someone that is balanced between pocket passing and scrambling in case there are any giraffes come out of the way, lions, any, anything. Could be crocodile. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. It depends on your scheme too. It depends on what kind of system you run. Do you want a mobile rhinoceros back there? Or do you want someone who's just going to sit back there, sit in the pocket and just deliver dots? But you probably want to scout the rhinos because you're yeah. right. Like different rhinos are going to have different play styles. At the end of the day, like the whole point is that this play needs to work. Yeah. It needs to be open and it needs to work. Otherwise, you might just be single forever unless you take any of our other advice in this podcast slash our how to pick up guys and girls podcast slash our best hinge prompts podcast slash there's probably another one where we've discussed this kind of stuff. But doing our best to get people married. We're doing everything we, we can. We are. Yep. People should take notes. I think so. Yeah. No, I mean, if people aren't taking notes on our podcast, like that's on them. Yeah. It's like, all right, like it's just lazy. I get it. I've sat through many classes where I probably should have taken notes and didn't. But at the end of the day, all I was doing was hurting myself. And I know that. And I feel like people out there, they know that too. Yeah. So we're just trying to help people. That's that's really what it is at the end of the day. Shaping lives, man. Shaping lives. All right, Vinny, what is your third idea? This is going to be hitting home a little hard for some people because I know addiction's a problem, right? Addiction is an issue in society today, especially when you, it comes to what? Did you say addiction or addition? Uh, addition is not. It is a problem. I guess you, I yeah. see what you're saying there. So addiction. I was going to say, I know math has a lot of problems with addition, but uh, yeah. sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. Yeah. A lot of people have addiction issues. More specifically, man, the bubble wrap popping community, they're just out of control. Um, they are out yeah. of control. So I would say any rehab of bubble wrap popping, you know, dependencies and any rehab that you're taking for that, if you meet your wife there, you might come out of that stronger than ever with a stronger bond, just trying to resist the bubble popping. It's going to be a yeah. test for both of them. But, you know, it's it's tough to go through. So are you also in bubble wrap rehab in this situation? Yeah, I feel like most people that have not admitted to it and should go, like they yeah. should own up to the fact that they have a problem. They have an issue yeah. with bubble popping dependencies. They're, they're just way too dependent on it. Mm -hmm. So I think that people need help. We shouldn't have more interventions related to this. It's just a problem that's oh. not addressed enough. Without a doubt. Yeah, I think that's absolutely so true. I was actually just talking to my mom the other day about how many people out there are just abusing. We're actually running low on bubble wrap oh, in no. the entire universe. Kids, kids these days, Vinny's. Vinny, you see like 12 and 13 year olds 
out there just popping bubble wrap left and right. And I like, yeah. where are their parents? I don't know, but it makes sense. I get it. I really do. I really get it. My only concern would be if you are a bubble wrap popping addict and then your wife slash husband is also a bubble wrap popping addict, even if you're in rehab, are we at all scared that like you might just relapse? You might just be like laying in bed oh. one day and just be like craving a high of popping bubble wrap and just and just cave. See what you're saying. I'm terrified of that. If you are addicted to yeah. it, it's tough to get off of. It is very difficult. Yeah. It's like trying yeah. to not use your phone for a full day. I would say it's very difficult. I, Vinny, I would say it's significantly easier to not use my phone for a full day than to not pop bubble wrap for a full day. Yeah. I think that the the few cases that I've read of people holding each other back in terms of the addiction, trying to prevent each other from doing it and letting love prevail, that's what they were trying to do. Some people, some yeah. cases it works. Some cases it doesn't, man. But that's the way life goes. They've tried. It's the first step. Yeah. That's what rehab's there for is to help them navigate the past. But I think that's the first step in finding your future marital partner is possibly there because you both know you have a problem that you need to fix. Exactly. Yeah. And you can help each other through it. And it's something that like you understand, you relate to. So when you're talking about these difficulties that you've dealt with in your past, mm. it's not like the other person is going to be like, this person doesn't make any sense addicted to bubble wrap. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, no, they get it, you know, because man, the last thing I would want is just to to relapse and then just end up out on the streets, homeless, begging for money, and then just spending all that money on bubble wrap. Because yeah. there are actually, especially being in a city in Philadelphia, dude, oh, yeah. there are a lot of people out there begging for money. And it's like, I hope the money goes to a good cause. I hope they use it to buy some food or something like that. But on a bubble wrap. so many times I just, I give someone money and then I see them immediately walk into a bubble wrap store. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Yep. Like what? It's sad. And there's not enough people out there who care about this. Another uh, social cause that once again is flying under the radar somehow. Yeah. I don't. It's a wide just, epidemic is what I would call it. That's just not being addressed. Yep. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, you know, I think that is a good idea. And once again, in the interest of any of our listeners out there, feel free to contact us. If you are struggling with this kind of addiction, we aren't yeah. trained bubble wrap rehabbers. If that's what people who yeah. run rehab are called, but we'll go with it. But I mean, we have connections. We know some people who are trained in the field and we'd be happy to connect you to and just stay strong. Just stay strong and know that there are alternatives. You could do drugs, for example, like instead of popping bubble wrap, just do drugs instead. That might take your mind off the bubble wrap. Claritin, yeah. you know. Claritin. Claritin's yeah. a good one. Yeah, clear that nasal cavity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do some over-the-counter Robitussin. Yeah. Those things are way better. Yep. Easily. Cheaper too. Yeah. Easier to get. Just, yeah. You know, Vinny, now that we've both gone through three, any honorable mentions you want to toss out there for, for our listeners? Yeah, I think one that is very definitely underrated. And it's fun to stay at this place. I don't know why people don't stay there more. But the YMCA, you know, there's a whole song about it. Yeah. There's a whole five guys singing about it. And there's a whole dance about it. I don't understand why this doesn't unite people more. Yep. Yep. It's a global thing. Yeah. Yeah. There is. I do remember that whole song about it. I actually, not to brag, but I actually know all the words to that song. Let's see if I can do it. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Yeah. Yep. I wow. Did it. All the words. Wow. Nice. Yep. Yep. And um, YMCA actually stands for you might connect awesomely. And then I assume that's in reference to other humans. They've been trying to tell us all along that not only is it fun to stay there, yeah. but you might also form an amazing connection with another individual. Like, yeah. I don't know why more people, I don't know why it's not on people's radar. Like, I don't know if people are just, they might just be nervous. To put themselves out there, I feel like. Could be, could be. I mean, one of the people who sang the YMCA was a cop. 
So they might be a little bit afraid oh. of him. I believe there was an Indian there too. So there had a lot of diversity, but that cop might've been a little strict. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People are probably just a little afraid of misbehaving around, around mm-hmm. the cops. So yeah, that would make sense then, but it's a good suggestion. You know, one other, and this is an idea wasn't on my list because I have not tested it. I don't know if this would work, but I just think like the idea itself might have merit behind it. And that's going to be a professional sports game. And the reason I say that is, you know how sometimes they like show the crowd on the Jumbotron? Yeah. I've seen it happen before where somebody proposes right. on the Jumbotron. And I've never seen anyone say no to this proposal. So if you can just, I don't know how people pull these strings, but if you can just ask someone who runs the Jumbotron to be like, hey, I'm going to propose today. Can you show us on the big screen? Right. And then just make sure you just find somebody cute who appears to be single and just sit next to them and then just propose. And again, I think the way it works is when you're on the Jumbotron, you're not allowed to say no. I think like you actually get kicked out of the stadium, maybe even banned for life if you say no, because it just makes everybody super uncomfortable and it's really cringe. But this is what I mean by I could be wrong with that. I have not tested it or looked into it. Hmm. So take that one with an asterisk because I'm just not 100% sure. But just the thought of it seems to make sense to me. A lot of sense. I've seen denials on the kiss cams. I've seen those. I've never seen denials on the marriage cams. I've never seen a proposal get denied. So I think this is a great idea. I'd even say at halftime during the performance, just interrupt the whole show. Interrupt the halftime performance. Go down to the floor. Go down to the field. Middle on the logo. Propose right then and there. Get the whole stadium's attention. Yeah. I actually, you know what? That's a really good idea because if you're a guy, typically the dancers mid-game are pretty attractive. You might want to marry one of them. So you can just, boom, that's a perfect opportunity. They're right there. Right. Just go pull them aside. Because like, there's what, like 40 other dancers out there. Just pull one of them aside. Like It's not going to impact the performance. Who cares? Yeah. And just propose right there or if you're a female and it happens to be a men's professional league game that you're at um the players are they're taking a break they're in the locker room they're not doing anything it's not like they're like talking with their coach and game planning and focused on the game or anything no they're kicking it back they're just chopping it up with each other shooting the shit probably playing like some 2k back there or something just just walk in there and just be like hey i'm single i've i've heard that you're single what are we going to do about this? You want to get married or, and then maybe instead of a second half of play, you could just have the wedding to be honest. Cause no one really cares about the game. Like any, everyone would rather see a wedding yeah. than a pro sports game that they paid for expensive tickets for, you know? Yep. And there's already food there. There's already a lot of people. It's a yep. perfect setting. Alcohol too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. And they already so, set up the lights. Yeah. Come to think of it. So in this situation, you're going to want to make sure that your parents are there to witness all this. You've got to have a best man slash maid of honor lined up to or honestly you know maybe like in my situation if i'm proposing to a dancer i could just ask like the point guard on the home team be my best man right i'm sure he wouldn't mind yeah or yeah i might just have like steph curry is my best man no big deal whoever the top assisting assister of the game is that's who you want as your best man because they'll dish it up nicely you know they will yep true yeah so this goes out all professional athletes out there have a best man speech prepared just in case something like this happens because i know i think it's actually every single professional athlete in the world that listens to our podcast. So this is something really helpful for them too. So just make sure that you're prepared. Or if you're a professional sports dancer, same thing, just be ready to get proposed to. Yes, 100%. Yep. 100%. Cool. Vinny, any- I want to shout out someone. I want to shout out one of our biggest fans because they've been tuning in. They've been leaving comments. I have to find their name. Oh, Where are they? You're right. I have to shout out Batsman. I agree. Whoever Batsman. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Shout out to Batsman for for tuning in. Yep. I don't know where you're listening from, but thank you. You know yep. that that means a lot that you're commenting because we see your comments. It's true. 
It's true. You know, it took us a while to figure out how to see comments on this podcast, but agreed. Shout out to Batsman. Hopefully we're pronouncing that correctly. We, we appreciate the positive feedback and oh. happy to uh, provide entertainment and, you know, just some really good advice that uh, it's good to know that people are getting things out of this podcast, that it is genuinely helping people. So we appreciate it. I just want to be invited to the wedding. That's all <laughs> I ask. That's all. I, with all of the advice that we're giving you, I, I hope that you're married soon. This is true, especially if it happens to be a a professional athlete slash professional athlete dancer. Yep. Or maybe in a toothbrushing circle. I have no idea. It might even be there. This I didn't is, mention that, but true. that's a fantastic spot to meet a spouse, I'd say. <laughs> it's actually so true. We talked about a toothbrush circle in our last podcast, I believe, which is yes. life-changing. And to be honest, you're kind of just staring into each other's souls while doing it. So that's probably the best way to form yeah. a deep connection with somebody. Big time, big time. Yep. Cool. I think we're good on time. So yeah, once again, I'd like to thank all... 3.5 trillion people out there for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we hope that every single one of you ends up married, I guess, what, the day after this podcast gets released? Maybe like two days later? Yeah. Yep. The day after, maybe even the day before that it's released and you're just yep. anticipating yep. a release. That, so it could be then. But yeah, best of luck. I hope everyone gets married and that we're all invited to the weddings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take our advice and get married, we have to be invited. Otherwise, we will sue you. Yeah. Big time. All right. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs>